Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the iFit Model podcast. I am your host, Aaron Zombrano of iFit Model. And today, what we're going to do is we're going to round out and finish this four steps to extreme results series. Now, we've already talked about what the rules are, how to apply them to your exercise plan. And today, I'm going to teach you how to apply the four steps to extreme results to your nutrition plan. So let's start the show. Welcome to the iFit Model Podcast, where our goal is to teach you the facts on living a healthy lifestyle through fitness, nutrition, and positive mindset changes. Your host has over 50 personal training and nutrition certifications, along with his exercise science degree. He has spent two decades in the fitness industry transforming bodies, minds, and lives with his science-based and habit-changing approach. Here is your host, Aaron Zambrano. And uh, I really want to examine how to how to really change and, and make a big difference in your nutrition plan. And so let's go ahead and go over the four steps again. And let's just recap what those things are. So if you remember a, a couple episodes back, I went over the basic concept of them. But let's go over again. So the first step is just understanding that this is a lifetime change and whatever change you want to make, understand that this is something that you're going to do for the rest of your life, not just for the next three months or six months or, or nine months. This is something that you have to do every single day. So understanding that this is something that you have to do, you have to also understand that you want to, to make something that's achievable, something that you can live with. You don't want to create something that you don't think that you're going to be able to follow every day. That's just not a, a very fun way of doing things. So you have to start understanding this is something you're going to do forever and you have to create that comfort level with whatever you're going to do, whatever you're going to do. So the second step is, is knowing what your goals are. And so we'll, we'll figure out how to do that. The third step is knowing where you are right now. And then the final step is creating baby steps according to what your goals are, according to where you are and creating baby steps to get to that point. So those are the four basic steps. So let's go right into the step number one and applying this towards nutrition. And that's a lifetime change. I was sitting down and I was having lunch with, uh, with a gentleman last week and he was like, Aaron, you know, how, how can you, how, how do you come up with the idea that, that, that this is a lifetime change? I, I can't seem to, to grasp that. He goes, you know, I get it. Yeah, I know I need to exercise. I know I need to eat right for the rest of my life. But how do you really come to that decision? And, and I told him, I said, you know, Sean, sometimes you have to put that aside and look at your plan first, you know, understand your plan. And once you understand your plan, sometimes that excites you and says, okay, this is going to be a lifetime change. But once you make that commitment to your plan, you have to stick with it forever. And, and he was, he, he brought up a, a thing. He's like, you know, Aaron, I just don't want to give up a Snickers bar. That's just something I'm just never going to do. I don't want to give up a Snickers bar. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, Sean, I'm the same way. I don't want to give up pizza. If you would have told me 15 years years ago uh, or 20 years ago that Aaron, you're going to have to give up pizza to live a healthy lifestyle. I would have, I would have done the same thing that I did to everybody who ever tried to talk to me about nutrition and that's that not happening and you lose me and I walk away. And that's what a lot of times, that's what uh, a lot of trainers try to do or a lot of people uh, who, you know, in the know in quotes, um, try to do is say, you know, take away the things that you really enjoy. Um, and you know, I was telling them like, you don't have to, to give up those things you really enjoy 
healthy eating program should include those things that make you enjoy life because it's not just about, you know, having a six pack or it's not just about losing a hundred pounds. It's about enjoying life. And all this has to go, go along with those things of enjoying life. So you have to build something that you're going to be comfortable with that you can do forever. So that's sometimes you want to take that first step, that lifetime change and just set it, set it aside for a second and really start to build your plan. Sometimes you have to commit before it happens. So everybody works just a little bit differently. And if you know the kind of person that you are, if you're one of those people that you have to commit to something before you even start looking at the plan, then that's fine. Go ahead. But if you're one of those people that needs to look at the entire plan first and then decide on it, then that's okay. But at the end of the day, what you need to make sure you do is you follow all four of these steps. And there's, there's, a, there's time to prove to yourself that this is a lifetime change. So number one, understand that this is a lifetime change. And again, creating a plan that you can follow every single day and not just for the next three months. If it's too difficult, if it's too challenging, then you're probably starting off way too intense at the beginning. Um, and so we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that in step number four. So step number two is understanding what your goals are with nutrition. Now, a lot of times people are, are, are so undereducated in nutrition that they don't really know what their goals should be. Yeah, they know their final goals. I want to lose, you know, 100 pounds or, or I, I, you know, I want to learn to eat better. But what does that really mean? What does learn to eat better actually mean? And I, I my goal is to educate every single person that I work with so they truly understand what their goals can be and what they can actually accomplish. And so that's that's really what you want to do in the goal section is educate yourself on what your goals should be really towards your meal plan. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking not just your general goals as far as weight loss, but what are your goals with your meal plan? What are you tr really trying to get to? Um, a lot of people say, well, I just need to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's what they feel is a healthy eating plan. And it can be healthy, but if you read almost any nutrition book, they're going to tell you to eat smaller meals all throughout the day, equaling anywhere between five, seven, even sometimes eight eight meals a day, um, where most people think, okay, a healthy eating plan to me is, is just doing three times a day and eating salads and oatmeal and, and then broccoli and broccoli and chicken for dinner. That's their definition. So you really have to educate yourself on what the definition is of a healthy eating plan. And the easiest way to do that is to go, go, pick up a book, but more than anything, just hire somebody to do the thinking for you. That's what a lot of people do. That's why a lot of people, that's why I stay in business because a lot of people just don't have the time to educate themselves. And there's nothing wrong with, with, you know, saying, I don't have time to do it. I want, I need help. So sometimes you'll need somebody to help you clearly define your goals. Um, and, and so that's step number two is knowing what your goals are with your particular nutrition plan. How many times a day do you want to eat? How many times, you know, how many, uh, um, you know, what, what types of meals do you really need to have? So that's step number two, understanding your goals. So step number three is where are you now? And, and in the previous podcast, I talk about how this is a lot of times the toughest challenge, uh, besides step number one, the toughest challenge is really assessing yourself. Um, you know, and so 
you have to know what types of questions to ask yourself. And if you're not educated on the subject, sometimes you don't know what questions to ask yourself. You don't really know how to assess yourself. So I, I've come up with some the top five questions that I ask every single client of mine um, whenever they sit down in front of me and I'm doing a nutrition assessment on them. And the first thing I ask, it sounds very simple, but how many times a day are you eating right now? And so most people, like I said, are doing two to three times a day. Uh, most people will do, you know, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sometimes people will skip breakfast and they'll do lunch and dinner. So write that down. How many times a day are you eating now? You write it down. You got it. The next thing is, um, what do you eat at each meal? So you have to break those down, you know, for breakfast, if all you're eating is, is, Oatmeal. Um, some people just have coffee and they count that as a breakfast. And then lunch, people will eat, you know, a hamburger and French fries. And then for dinner, they'll eat pizza. Um, if it's a little healthier, you know, somebody will eat, you know, oatmeal and egg whites for breakfast. And for lunch, they'll eat chicken salad. And and uh, and then for dinner, they'll they'll eat, uh, you know, fish and vegetables. Um, so understanding what you're eating at each meal, and it sounds tedious and it sounds like, oh man, I, I don't feel like writing all this stuff down. But it really it really helps to put it down on paper because you're all you're going to go back to it eventually. So what are you eating at each meal is the second question that I ask. The third question I ask is what is your biggest meal of the day? Now, I ask this question because uh, you can see trends, you can see patterns. Oftentimes, the biggest meal of the day for most people is dinner time, especially if they're trying to eat a healthy eating plan. Um, but even if they're not eating a healthy eating plan, most people's biggest meal of the day is at dinner. And why is that? And it, it and and it's very simple. Under eating leads to overeating. And I've talked about that before in my previous podcast as well, as far as not skipping meals. But when you're only eating two or three times a day. Usually at the end of the night, you're hungry and you're ready to eat everything in sight. And so if you if you think about you know what time you normally would eat breakfast, let's say it's seven o'clock at lunch, you eat lunch probably around noon and then you don't eat dinner again or you don't eat again until dinner time. And that's around seven or eight o'clock. So you just gone seven or eight hours without a meal. People always say, well, you know, around three o'clock, I, I, I drop, you know, I lose energy. Uh, well, it's probably because you're not eating in that window. And when you do get really hungry, you want to go snack on M&Ms or you want to go get something out of the vending machine or at the convenience store. So, you know, if you don't eat anything in that three o'clock window, chances are when you come seven to eight o'clock at night, you're going to want to eat everything in sight. And so I have to ask that question because that will identify a lot of problems. That means if you're, if dinner is your biggest meal of the day, that means that you're not eating enough throughout the day. And so uh, sometimes I'll have people, I work with a lot of uh, corporations. And so uh, I'm in the middle of, of downtown Houston and, and I, I do corporate seminars everywhere. And I deal with, you know, your, your, every, your attorneys, your, your, your energy traders, just all kinds of people. And sometimes their biggest meal is lunchtime. And they skip breakfast and then at lunch, they're ready to eat everything in sight again. And so it all goes back to the same type of thing. You're skipping meals. You're not eating enough throughout the day. So that's a big question that you need to ask yourself is what is my biggest meal of the day? If your biggest meal, uh, if you have a big meal, chances are the meals prior to that aren't, you're not eating enough, you're skipping them um, and you need to eat more regularly. So the next thing is, is, um, you know, what do you feel you need to give up? What do you feel you need to give up in order to have a healthy eating plan? And, you know, this is a trick question. 
You know, I asked this question because, um, you know, I want to I want to gauge people's idea on what they feel nutrition is really about. Um, you know, I, I have people who sit down with me and they're like, you know, I know that I need to give up, you know, my, my hamburgers. I know I need to give up my wine or, or, or whatever. Um, and so I asked that as a, as a trick question, because most of the time people feel that the things that they enjoy the most are the things that they need to give up. And that's actually not the case at all. Those are actually the things that you want want to keep in your everyday meal plan, or maybe not your everyday meal plan, but your total meal plan. You want to keep those things, again, that help you enjoy life, that help you just be just be one with the earth, so to speak. You, you want to feel good about what you're doing. So those things that you feel you need to give up oftentimes aren't the things that you really need to give up. It's those things that we don't think about. And, and I'll go into that here in a second. So what do you feel you need to give up? And then the, the, the fifth question that I ask is, you know, what is it that you don't want to give up at all? And typically those two things are the, the those two uh, answers are the same. Uh, so answer question number four is what do you what do you think you need to give up? And question number five is, you know, what do you uh, what do you not want to give up? And again, those usually be the same answer. So, you know, I, I had I had this conversation, you know, I was talking about Sean uh, about the Snickers bar and, and we'll go back to that. And he's like, you know, Aaron, I, I don't want to give up my Snickers bar. I just, I just don't want to give it up. And I was like, you know, Sean, you don't have to give it up. What you need to do is stop looking at the things that you enjoy and start looking at the things that, that you don't enjoy that much. And I said, I said, Sean, when was the last time that you ate fast food? Maybe it was a hamburger. Maybe it was, you know, a taco or something. When was the last time you ate it? He goes, last night. I said, what'd you have? He goes, I had McDonald's. I said, okay, is McDonald's the best hamburger you've ever had in your life? He said, no. And I was like, okay, so why did you eat it? He's like, well, you know, I, I was hungry and I hadn't eaten since, since lunch and it was seven or eight o'clock at night. And I was like, okay, but if it's not the best food and it's not something that you really look forward to and it's not your top 10 foods, you know, your top 10 food list, if it's not on there, why did you have it? And, and he's, and it was more of a rhetorical question. He just looked at me. I said, look, those are the meals that you need to look at. Those are the meals that you need to start to take away and, 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 and add other good meals into your life. Because those are the meals you don't care about. Those are what I call BS meals. The, the meals that you don't care about if they're there or not. Many times you eat them out of convenience. You eat them because you're not prepared. You, you, you eat them because you don't have anything else to do and you didn't bring your food with you or you didn't have an emergency snack with you. And so those are the BS meals that you eat. And those are the things sometimes that we forget. So when you, you, when you ask that, that last question is, what do you not want to give up? Well, don't give up you know, your wine. Don't give up, you know, your, your Snickers bar or your pizza or whatever it is, figure out a way to add those into or keep those into your diet, but really take away all the other things in your plan. So I gave him an analogy. I said, okay, check this out. Let's say you eat a Snickers bar twice a week. He's like, okay. I said, let's say you ate the Snickers bar twice a week. Okay. And you're going to replace that for a meal. Let's say you're eating six times a day over a seven day time period. That's 42 meals a week. Okay. Well, you, let's say you eat that Snickers bar twice a day. So that puts you down to 40 meals. So you've just accounted two meals for those two Snickers bars. He's like, okay. I said, what if you ate 40 good meals, perfectly portioned out meals, exactly to your, your specs. What if you ate 40 good meals and two Snickers bars a week? Do you think those Snickers bars are really going to hurt you? 
He's like, no, I don't think it's going to hurt me. I say, exactly. And you're still going to be able to enjoy life because you still had that thing that you really, really loved. And that's that Snickers bar. So that Snickers bar could be your, your wine. That Snickers bar could be your hamburger or your French fries or, or even, or even pizza, whatever that, whatever that, that Snickers bar is to you. That's how it should be done. If you take care of, you know, clean up all the stuff that you don't care about, take those things out of your life and, and keep those things that you really want in your life. Keep them there and just clean everything else up. And those things that you think you need to get out of your diet are really not the things that you need to get out at all. It's all the things that you don't think about that you eat. We can't remember a lot of them because we, we just eat them without thinking. So take those things out of your life. So, so now that, that we've, we've kind of asked these top five questions that I ask everybody, those five questions will really tell me a lot about what somebody, uh, what somebody thinks, you know, what their habits are. And, and I just ask those five questions and I can go on forever about what that really means in somebody's diet, but ask, ask yourself those five questions and that should get you on the right track as far as where you are now. So we, that's the third step. Now, the fourth step, I, it's been a little different, you know, before in the exercise edition, um, you know, we talked about, okay, if you're working out zero days a week now and your goal is to work out five days a week, then a baby step in the right direction is to work out one day a week, you know, and then eventually to two days a week and then three days a week and so on. Well, nutrition is going to work just a little differently. And so this is where, you know, this is an exercise that I have everybody practice, whether it's by themselves or I do it for them uh, specifically. So the first thing that I do is I analyze their diet. After I ask them these five questions and maybe a few extra questions, I analyze their diet. So I, 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 I'm right two columns, one on the left, a column on the left, a column on the right. The column on the left, I write all the problems that I see with their diet, you know, and the main, the top problems that I see is, um, you know, skipping meals. Um, I see people, you know, not eating enough of the good nutrients. So they're not eating the right types of carbs. They're not eating the right types of proteins. They're not eating the right types of fats. Um, I'll see uh, combinations of, of foods that are that are all over the place. Uh, and then I'll see things like they're they're eating uh, sweets too often, um, and they're you know they're drinking alcohol too often, um, and they're they're doing those things at the wrong times. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, they're eating a lot of what I call BS meals because they're not prepared. So these are the top things that I'll see, but there's a, there's a million other things that I'll see. It's all specific to each person. So I'll write all the problems down on the left side of the page. And then on the right side of the page, I write all the solutions down. Okay. Now at that point, I don't turn around and give that sheet of paper to, to my client and say, okay, go have fun with this and, you know, go enjoy it. I hope everything works out. No, 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 no. This is where we go to the baby step aspect. And this is step number four. So what I do is I say, okay, and we'll just say I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with Sean. I say, okay, Sean, this is what I need you to do. I need you to look at this solutions page and I need you to tell me which one is the easiest thing for you to change. Which one do you feel that you can change starting tomorrow? Not the one that you feel is going to make the biggest impact, but the one that you think is so easy that you can start doing it tomorrow. And he, you know, Sean will point out, okay, I can drink more water throughout the day. Okay. I need you to drink 20 ounces of water with every single meal that you have. That's a step in the right, step in the right direction. And that's all I want you to do. And for the next month, I want you to focus on drinking 20 ounces of water with every single meal that you have. 
Sean's like, okay, I can do that. So what we just did is we created a baby step. Instead of taking all 10 of those problems that we have, we focused on one problem and said, you know what? Just focus on this and don't do anything else. Because if you think about all 10 problems, you get overwhelmed. You, you, you forget about what you're, what you're trying to do. And then you start feeling guilty that you're, you've done this, but you haven't done this. And you start playing all these mental games with yourself. And this is where most people fail. Most people fail because they feel like failures because they messed up one time in one area, but they're forgetting about all the other good things that they're doing. So let's make it simple. Let's take a step back. Let's work on one thing at a time. And once you, you have solidified that one thing for at least three to four weeks, and you've done it every single day for three to four weeks, then it's time to work on the next problem. So typically what happens is every single month I'll have somebody come in. We'll sit down back at that page again and said, okay, what's your diet looking like now? Let's write the problem solutions page again. All right. Now I want you to pick the next solution that, that you can work on. What's the easiest thing to do. And so maybe they'll say, you know what? I can start eating breakfast now. Breakfast is not that bad. And so they'll start eating breakfast. And then the next month they work on another problem. The next month they work on another problem. Let's say they have 10 problems on that list. Okay. If they changed one problem every single month in 10 months, they would have completely cleared away all the problems that they have in the nutrition and they're focusing on one thing at a time. That's the baby steps that I'm telling you. Okay. I know you're sitting here saying 10 months, it's going to take me 10 months to clean up my diet in theory, 10 months, but this is what normally happens. What normally happens is people will, will, will take, you know, go to five months, maybe sometimes four, four months or so, but they'll get to a point where they're like, you know what, Aaron, I'm happy with where I am. I'm happy with the changes that have occurred in my body. I'm happy with the weight that I'm at. I'm happy with the body fat percentage I'm at. I'm happy with how my clothes look on me. And I'm also happy with my lifestyle. I'm happy with how I live. I like the fact that I can eat my, my Snickers bar, you know, uh, twice a week. I like that I can have, you know, a beer with my friends uh, or seven uh, <laughs> every Friday. You know, I'm happy with where I am right now and I really don't want to change anymore. And that's the point where I feel that every single person becomes successful. It's not when they're perfection according to what the paper says, but when they're happy with their overall life. And that's what I want every single client to get to those, those 10 problems that you have. Those are just things that, that you, you need to clean up if you wanted to be perfect. But again, you will define your own, your own definition of perfection. And so that's what you have to do. And you don't know that until you go through those steps. And so always start off with the easiest thing that you know that you can change tomorrow because it's the most natural thing to do. And when you do it naturally, you're more likely to stick with it and you it's going to be a permanent change. And so what happens is as you go through those steps, you start to realize like, Hey, it's not that hard. It's not as hard as what I made it to be. And if you accomplish all 10 of those steps, fantastic. You know, if I ask people all the time, if, if 10 months from now, if you can take a look back and you've lost 60, 70 pounds in these next 10 months, would you take it? They're like, yes. Okay. So why all of a sudden, you know, you want to take that, but when you were sitting here 10 months, you know, looking into the future, you're like, ah, 10 months is far away. Well, sometimes you've got to get on that step number one and that's understand that it's a lifetime change. And that's where the lifetime change comes in. And once you understand that there's a plan, there's hope that you can actually do this. Sometimes it's so much easier to accept that this is a lifetime change. And, you know, to, to this day, you know, I've been eating on a healthy eating plan. I've been doing this, this 
this stuff for, for 20 years. Um, I don't even know. It's been a long time. I can't even count. I'm not good at math. We have already, we've already said that. I'm a science major. <laughs> but uh, I've been doing this for such a long time. And to this day, I'm still working on my nutrition. It is a constant thing that I'm always working on. Now, it's, it's little things. You know, I, I create these little battles just to keep it fun and, and interesting with my life. Um, but, but I'm still working on it. And you will always constantly continue to work on your nutrition. Sometimes it just runs in the background and most 90% of my stuff runs in the background, but there's a few things that I'll, that I'll work on. So I understand that eating this way is, is for a lifetime. This is something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I'm not just doing it, you know, for a vacation, I'm doing this forever. And so that's the idea that you need to get. So now that you have that plan, now that you understand that it's really as simple as, as just looking at your problems and picking one problem at a time to focus on, not all 10 of them, picking one problem at a time and, and go after it. Again, we're not trying to see a lot of change in a short amount of time. I know everybody wants to do that. Everybody wants to see a lot of change in a short amount of time, but that's not what it's about. It's about seeing changes over a long, long period of time. You know, they say every, every marathon starts with one step and that's, that's exactly true. That's why I do this baby step program on step number four is because that's your first step. So I've thrown a lot of stuff at you today, you know, and a lot of people aren't really going to be able to do this on their own. So, you know, I want to, to, to be able to help you. So if you have any questions or you want me to take you through these four steps on the nutrition program, I would absolutely love to take you through it. Just email me at info at ifitmodel.com and we can set a time to sit down and meet. I can send you a questionnaire and we can just go from there. I will do it, you know, at the kindness of my heart because I really want to help as many people as possible. Um, and I, I try to do this every week where I help five people uh, with their nutrition plan. So if you want to do this, it is, I, I would absolutely do it uh, at no cost. Send me an email at info at ifitmodel.com. And I would love to take you through these four steps and show you how this can actually improve your everyday life. And this is something that you can do forever. So that is going to wrap up our show today. The four steps to extreme results, the nutrition episode. Next week, we've got a very exciting thing. This is a question that a lot of people ask. How do I develop a great workout program? So we're going to get a little nerdy on you. We're going to have a little fun with it, but we're, I'm going to teach you how you can actually create a workout program that's going to be effective for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We will see you next week and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the iFit Model Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get more strategies on how you can get the body, mind, and life you've always wanted through fitness, nutrition, and positive mindsets. Don't forget to share and review so we can continue to bring you the best content.